welcome to Backing Paper episode number 40. Oh my god, even our Backing Paper podcast, middle-aged rage. <laughs> That's a lovely way of looking at it. But, you know, this is where life begins, right? So I've been told by a bunch of liars. Um, how are you doing, <laughs> Rach? It's been very hot again today, hasn't it? It's very warm. I think, as as before, the first 10 minutes of this episode is always about you and I both going, it's been very hot, it's really hot, it's been really warm, it's pretty warm. <laughs> and then everybody else from America <laughs> sending us angry messages saying, guys, you have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, for us and our, you know, pasty English roses that we are, um, that, yeah, we found it quite warm and it's been rather annoying. And so also Skype has decided to be a pain in the bum today as well. So there's been quite a lot of swearing before we have got to speak to you guys today. Yeah, it <laughs> has been deeply frustrating. And because Skype seems to be hanging on by the most delicate of threads this evening, we're trying to keep this a short show. So we're going to try and blitz through the emails pretty quick before it drops one or both of us into a big dark hole. So I guess without any further ado, mm. should we crack straight on into the emails, Rach? I think we should. Do you want me to take the first one? I will. And this is from David Wewell. See, we always knew how to pronounce this. Um we did. David writes in, Hello, Sunnies. Big news from this side of the pond. Well, for me, anyway. Uh, I've recently opened an analogue photography cafe, which is the Cafe Obscura in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. Woo! An analogue photography cafe. That's fantastic. Um, it's been three weeks since I've opened the doors and the response has been beyond my wildest dreams. The core of the operation is a regular cafe serving locally roasted coffee, espresso and tasty treats from the best local bakeries and light lunches. The niche part of the cafe is the sale of vintage cameras. I have about a hundred on hand, 35mm, medium format, 4x5 and even a couple of homemade 8x10s. I also stock a good variety of film and I offer develop and scanner film. I'm pretty sure I'm the only film lab north of Toronto. The response for film and development has been incredible. I've taken in almost a hundred roles since opening. Many have been roles found in long unused cameras, but I'm selling plenty of film, so I'm sure I'll have lots of fresh film coming in for processing. One fellow brought in a roll of Svema film that was still in an old Russian camera he purchased on Etsy. I did the old stand develop for an hour and lo and behold there were images. They mm. look like they're from the 60s or so, but a Russian friend said there are parts of Russia where people still look like they're in the 60s. <laughs> I've had people bring me cameras, some for me to buy and others just to give to me because they want to see them used and not end up in landfilm. I've sold a bunch of cameras, a couple to people who didn't even have the intention of shooting film till they saw what I had and that they could have easy access to film developing and advice. One of the most interesting things is the demographic of my film customers. Most are under 30, closer to 20 really, and are super excited to experience and explore the world of analog photography. Some have their parents or grandparents old cameras. I love that and the special connection that gives them. The old farts that mostly come in just yammer, out on yammer on about what cameras they used to use and how they only shoot digital. When that happens, I just want to shoot myself. 
I'll be setting up a darkroom as well and I'll be able to offer workshops and I'll have the darkroom available so folks can come develop their film and make some prints. So it film, seems film photography is definitely alive and well. I believe it will be in good hands with this young generation who are eagerly embracing everything about it. Sorry about this being so long. It seems I'm one of the old farts yammering on now. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Be sure to drop in for a latte next time you're in my neck of the woods. Regards, David Weewell. Pronounced Weewell. From Cafe Obscura in Sudbury, Ontario. Ontario. Ontario? Yeah, I think that's Ontario. Um, that's fantastic. And uh, David included a link to a, a CBC um, story on it because they, they've had a local press round. How cool is that, Rach? Oh, it's just wonderful. It's, uh, it's, he's stolen my dream <laughs> in a lovely way. Um, it's, it's absolutely something that I've uh, long wanted to do, something like that myself. And uh, it's brilliant to hear how, how well it's been going. So, um, going for, for David already in what was it, three weeks or something that he's been open? Uh, 100 rolls of film. I mean, that's awesome. And uh, I'm super duper happy for him. That's really cool. Yeah, it's great. I've seen lots of stuff. Um, I follow uh, follow the Cafe Obscura on Instagram, so I've seen lots of their posts. It looks really fun. Um, yeah, it's just what you want, really. Having uh, mm -hmm. I'm not a big coffee shop person in general because I'm just not the kind of person who is about to go and drink coffee spaces, but if there was a coffee shop that could go in and there was all film stuff in there, that would be a huge draw. Whenever I go into London, um, I always tend to go into the Camera Museum coffee shop there. Mm. That's my like go-to place, even <laughs> though it's not terribly conveniently located, just because it's like, yeah, go and be surrounded by the cool cameras and, and get a nice cup of tea as well whilst I'm there. So, um, yeah, we need more. Um, you say he's stolen uh, your dreams, Rach. I think mm. he's just paving the way. I think he's he's showing that, yeah, this can be done. Um, we need more of these. I think one uh, in Sudbury, Ontario, is probably not enough to service everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know. Um, That's right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a very nice way of looking at it. And absolutely, I would, I would love to do that. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need more of this. The world needs more nice cafes anyway. So you need to come down here, set with my better half, Sinead. She can make all the cakes. You can do all the camera stuff. You know, be well, great. we've talked about this, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That needs be so to be good. done. Um, do you want to take well this? Well done, David. Yeah. Yes, well done, David. And um, if ever we find ourselves in Sudbury, Ontario, you know we will be calling in for a coffee. God, I, Canada Absolutely. is one of those places I so desperately want to go to. Um, and there's so many cool people who we get to speak to over there as well. Mm. So, um, And I will definitely make sure that I follow you on Instagram now because I didn't realise you also had your own Instagram feed. So that would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Right, next one from Daniel Edwards-Rach. Yes. Uh, so Daniel writes in to say, hey, guys, I heard Graham floundering last week. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> when, seem likely. <laughs> I know. It doesn't sound like you. Um, when talking about washi. I don't know that it was just you, Graham. <laughs> I was like, I've never shot it before in my life. Um, so uh, Daniel says, if only somebody had also written a little piece about each of the films washi produced um, as a quick one-stop guide to working out which you would like to try. Ah, fantastic. Because you were saying how it's obviously a very big school of film, you know, that Washi has many different varieties. So actually, the link that they've given us here, um, hopefully it can go in the show notes. Yes, it um, certainly will. Excellent. This is from filterfilmcameras.co.uk, which is F-I-L-T-R, filter, so filter without the E, filterfilmcameras.co.uk. 
Um, it's on the blog's news, the world's smallest film company. So, uh, Daniel, thank you very much. He says, you're right, Graham. Um, they can be processed normally. The only limitation I know of is that the Japanese paper ones, that's Washi V and Washi W, can't be used in cameras with automatic wind-on. Sorry, Canon T70 users. No. Uh, P.S. Thanks for the kind words about the site. It's great to hear that even the experts think it's a good site. We think we're filling a gap in the market. But if you noticed anything that wasn't right with the site, do let us know. So thank you very much, David. That's brilliant. Uh, sorry, Daniel. That's a problem. Yeah, fantastic. And as I mentioned, I mean, I've got the site in front of me and the uh, so there are um, some of the films were used for originally for recording sound. Um, some of them were uh, old Soviet um, surveillance film. Uh, some of them were um, uh, uh, light sensitive leader film from the movie industry. So there is quite a, a smorgasbord mm. of stuff with different, but it's great. They've got pictures that go along with it there. It's a really good place to go to um, to find out all of that information. So uh, thank you very much for the heads up on that. Um, this next one, titled Oh Yes You Did Cot, is from <laughs> Tony Steers. Tony writes in, Hi Sunbeams. In a recent edition of the most excellent backing paper, Rachel postulated the meaning of the term didcot and further added what could be described as a fun fact, citing the Urban <laughs> Dictionary as a credible source. I feel it necessary. It was a source. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel it necessary to disabuse her of this fanciful belief. Well, I necessary, Tony. I don't know, but anyway, the term didcot and its associated fun fact is a fabrication of the furtive but genius imaginations of Douglas Adams and John Lloyd in their fabulous little tome, The Meaning of Lif the original dictionary of things there should be words for. It has no basis in truth, and while the fun fact is undoubtedly fun, it is sadly fully lacking in the fact department. I mean, making it fit in perfectly, H, I would say, with all the rest of the facts on this show. Um, it is a splendid little book, and there will be something missing from your life if you've not read it. So you really, really should. It'll brighten your life. <laughs> Sorry, absolutely nothing about photography in this correspondence unless you're interested in the three rolls of Berger Pancro 400 that Analog Wonderland delivered this morning. Happy days! Other than that, jolly good show. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> All the best from Tony Steers. Uh, and you can find Tony's work at uh, www.steers-gallery.co.uk or putaframearounded.co.uk um thank you very much tony you know i've never actually read that book which is bizarre because i'm a big fan of um douglas adams and indeed john lloyd um but yes uh i i do recall that essentially they they used the book to give names to things that there weren't words for using the names of british towns and i think it's a very silly book but um. <laughs> i actually had a couple of other messages this week um tony just so you know so don't worry i have been disabused you, you, have, you have been <laughs> thoroughly just so you know <laughs> yeah just so you know um but fine whatever i don't care <laughs> and it's a good word and yeah awesome book so uh thank you very much for for sending in the update on the information uh, it's much appreciated and um uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to meet Tony actually at uh, the Film Wasters photo walk in London, which was lovely. So, uh, yeah, they're good. Check out uh, the website. Cool. Um, just a quick check as to someone you met at the Film Wasters talk. Does Tony have a lovely face? Of course, of course. 
good. Just checking. Um, I'll take this one because I've got the information it's in front of me. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from the film bros um, who write in dear aid Rachel and Graham I th- hope you're all well I thought I would get in touch with regards to an awesome print and zine fair that Bright Rooms the community darkroom in Peckham is organising it's a great opportunity for photographers to get their work seen especially if they want to be published we will also be there having a pop-up store as well um, now they sent me actually the uh, PDF for this so uh, I'm going to read this out because that seems like the easiest way of doing it so it says uh, this is taking place on saturday the 5th of october at 10 30 a.m until 8 p.m at the bright rooms darkroom which is in peckham Uh, it says bright rooms is happy to host its first print and zine fair with an open call to participants to show their work and an exciting day program with exhibition of prints and photo books free publishing consultation guest speakers and more bright rooms is happy to announce uh its first print and zine fair, an event dedicated to showcasing emerging artists, photographers, publishers by promoting their work through an exciting day event and collective exhibition of analog prints and publications. For this event, we are doing a free open call for artists to submit their work as analog prints and publications. These will be exhibited collectively during the day and limited edition prints and publications will be sold at affordable prices. As well as an exciting day program with a pop-up film and analog, uh, sorry, with a pop-up film and analog supply shop from Film Bros, free self-publishing consultations with Folium Press, zine workshops, guest lecturers, and more. Bright Rooms is an open access darkroom and studio located in Peckham, London, with a program of workshops and events centered around building community and sharing our love of analog technique. Uh, for partnerships and inquiries, get in touch at hello at brightrooms.com. That sounds really cool. Um, it does. Sounds ace. And yeah, uh, yeah awesome. The uh, Did you say, what was the date again for that one? That it's Saturday the 5th of October. Saturday 5th of October. Excellent. Well, um, as that one's going to be down south, um, the one you can, you've got, you can do two um, zine and photo book fairs because actually there's going to be one happening at the Open Eye Gallery up north in September. So you could do beginning of September up north and then beginning of October down south, which would be pretty good. You can that get, does get sound whole, wonderful. Whole country. Um, so thanks so much for to the Film Bros for writing in to let us know about that. That one sounds brilliant. The one that's happening up here in um, Liverpool at the Open Eye Gallery. Um, I've just brought up the Facebook event, actually, and they've um, written a little bit about it here. Much shorter, but just to let you know, for anybody who's interested in around the area. Um, following the success of 2017's and 18's um, Open Eye Gallery, we'll be holding a third zine and photo book fair for independent, commercial and self-published photo books and zines from the Northwest and beyond, including limited prints. The event will take place on the 7th of September 2019 in the bright covered Man Island Winter Gardens, the atrium space outside of the gallery. This will be a free event filled with workshops, talks and a fantastic selection of work. A great opportunity to meet meet local makers and publishers. There we go. So it seems like 
quite similar um, crowd, um, but it'll be really interesting to see um, what's going on in both of those, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, do, I mean, I just, uh, as somebody who loves seeing people's work and zines, and it's not always easy to, you know, th- there's a lot of people making stuff, but to get a load of stuff in together in one place so you can go and enjoy it and experience it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love the work that the Bright Rooms are doing. Um, mm. I'm really pleased to hear that the Film Bros are there working with them to do this with a pop-up shop. Film Bros, I'm sure everybody knows this, but Film Bros are an online film store. You can find their stuff at filmbros.co.uk. Um, and so it's great that they're working together um, to make that event down there. Uh, I think that'd be fantastic. It's, it's one of those things, as with everything, I really want to get down there and see the Bright Rooms mm. and see what they're doing. And it's just... Yeah. We haven't had a chance yet, have we? But it's on our it's on our list. It's definitely. on our list, yeah. If only if only work would just stop requiring doing that'd be one. <laughs> um, yep. But thank you and very much, Rasty, for writing in yes, about that. We really appreciate that. I'm sure there'll be some listeners who'd like to go to um, go to both, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I said if you're in the north, you've got the Open Eye Gallery, mm-hmm. and if you're down south, or you're in or near London, mm-hmm. then you've got Bright Rooms. So um, you have many options. And um, talking of zines, I actually had a zine come through the post today, which is always exciting. How lovely. Uh, it was from uh, Ben, who is um, Hip Shoot Film. Hip Shoot actually, Film, you yes, know how yes, to say it. You no. said. <laughs> and it was a, it's a beautiful um, uh, zine, which I've, I've only j- literally had a chance to kind of like pick up and very, very quickly flick through um, some beautiful architectural shots. Uh, it's a gorgeous sort of um, quality paper and and everything as well. So um, I believe it. Well, it's called Four Stops, and I think it's probably because it's from four different areas of of the world. Um, and I can see two names that I know, which are Ben Mills from the UK and Carl Bailey from um, I think is it um, Hong- is he in Hong Kong? He is in sure. Hong Kong now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So that's lovely. And then there's two other photographic artists in there as well. So. Um, that was just brilliant because I also got two lovely sign prints and two f- stickers, which I really love stickers, don't I? So uh, that was a real thrill to uh, to get that today. Um, so maybe have a little look on uh, Ben's hip shoot film. Um, uh, hip shoot in- film, Rachel, <laughs> say it right. Um, no, don't confuse people. Don't confuse listeners. Um, for on Twitter and on Instagram and what have you and uh, follow along because I'm sure you'll be able to see his work there um, and another friend of the show um, Christian Strauff I know that he is busy um, putting together a zine as well so that's very exciting and I look forward to seeing what comes from that yes yeah we've had a very cool piece of audio come in from Christian but owing to our technical difficulties this week we're going to save that till next week aren't we Rach we are (laughs) because we don't want to drop out in the middle of it and it's all been a bit of a disaster today already so (laughs) we don't want to add do you want to take this next one Rach uh, titled Psycho Babble I was like okay (laughs) sure Uh, so Matt has written in to say hi sonnies I was quite excited when I listened to Graham's solo show and he mentioned that he was going to be talking to a psychologist. I thought, thank goodness, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would like to suggest getting Liz back on again to talk about photography gas. Some of us need help. Not as much help as Graham, perhaps, but nonetheless, some help. (laughs) 
Um, cheers from Matt in Thailand. So that is all Matt had to say, simply that you need help. Well, <laughs> or he needs help, maybe. Well, we all need help, but yeah. clearly me more than most. Thank you very much, Matt. And <laughs> yeah, it was great chatting to Liz. She was an absolute delight. Um, and I'm actually, a- yeah, you've um, you're, you're going to be putting up the the link to the the full conversation with her, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, I will. I will. What I'll do is I will share that out on um, Twitter, and I will ask the guys to share it out on Instagram as well. Um, a link to I'll just stick it in our drive in the link there. So anybody who wants to go and listen to the full conversation that I had with Liz um, uh, it was early in the morning for me <laughs> so I'm putting that as a, as a provisor for the fact that it's quite rambly to begin with um, but yeah Liz was wonderful and patient and really interesting um, so if you were interested in what she had to say and would like to hear more um, and like so we talked particularly more about body image and um, how photography can be perhaps be used to affect you know mental well-being and stuff like that um uh, it was great. So yes, check out Twitter or Instagram. Hopefully, if not by the time this is out, then very shortly afterwards, there should be links on both to find that. Probably. Lovely. <laughs> you can trust me, <laughs> listeners. You know I'm going uh-huh. for it. Is that right? <laughs> Do you want to take this next one from Chris Butler H? Yeah, sure. So I think actually this might be our last email for this week. We did say short show. We did mm-hmm. indeed say short show. So uh, Chris has uh, got in touch to say hi, Rachel and Graham. I just wanted to say a brief thank you for all the discussions on cyanotypes. I have never done any printing myself, and after hearing how easy it was, I finally got a few sheets of pre-coated cyanotype paper and some perspex. The result was simple, easy magic. A couple of medium format black and white negatives wedged between the paper and perspex, 20 minutes of sun, then a quick rinse under the tap, and I had prints, which I have attached. I did notice that nice contrasting negatives seemed to work better. Thanks again for the discussions on how easy cyanotype prints are from Chris. You're very welcome, Chris. It was lovely to hear from you. And I'm really pleased to know that it's all worked out really well for you so far. That's great. Yeah. Um, cyanotypes, we love them, don't we, Graham? We love them. And, we certainly uh, do. Been seeing some uh, nice stuff recently. Toby, yeah. Toby Van Der Bell has been doing some really nice stuff with cyanotypes, hasn't he? Absolutely. Always always doing some fab stuff there. So uh, I obviously I haven't had a chance to see um, your work, Chris, I'm afraid. But um, Graham, have you had a chance to see them yet? Uh, yes, Chris did. Let me see if I can, through the magic of technology, find some way to uh, put those somewhere. <laughs> you can see it, Rach. That seems a good idea that I that would be should have already done. So <laughs> hang on one second, because they do look really cool. They, they've come out. I'm always slightly sick when people's um, early attempts at cyanotypes turn out so much better than mine do. I feel, I feel slightly wronged. Um, but you've you been know, doing what... some fabulous lumen prints and things, though. They're really cool. Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, and well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. But then I look at other people's lumen prints and go, "Oh gosh, they're oh, so much gosh. better." Don't, so much. Don't even, don't even comparison and all that. Ugh, That's uh, very it's not true. good. It's not healthy for us. It's not no. good. well. It, I mean, it it is healthy to a certain extent. But I think, it's insp- yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad when I see other people. I feel inspired. I don't think I've ever looked at anybody else's and thought, oh, well, why am I even doing this? What's the point? You know, I, I look at them and go, have you not? No, <laughs> <laughs> that is like my constant state. <laughs> you amaze me, Rach. You really do be lied glibly. Um, I put look at this and go, why do I even bother? Oh my oh. god, I can never do this. No, that, I look the... at it and go, oh, awesome, that can be done. That's exciting. I was looking at some, <laughs> um, I think it was some lumen prints. I think you saw these as well, Rach, because I saw you commented on one of them on hmm. Twitter from um, uh, Sarah Dark. Oh, um, right, yeah. 
um, that were really nice. You did a lot of floral ones um, and some with feathers and stuff. And just, there's, I don't know whether they are um, lumen prints that she's then digitised and inverted to bring up the colours uh, or what's been done. But okay. do, do, you, mm-hmm. do you remember these? Because I know you... I, I th- I've seen quite a few recently, so I might have been on a on a lumen print spree of liking and and finding them. <laughs> I've gone yeah, down a rabbit hole, yeah, so I, I think, couldn't say yeah. specifically. I know exactly the one that you mean. Um, there's another lady called uh, I think it's Eleanor or Lena, um, mm-hmm. whose work um, I really loved as well, and and she had them for sale. I think they were like original pieces and stuff. So um, yeah, I'll have to see if I can share her work and things too but yeah it's been really nice to see all of that happening and uh always good to know that new people are uh finding the uh the processes the old alternative processes yeah yeah absolutely i have put the print picture from chris rach if you just look in the show notes folder oh okay you will find it there um and they've come out really really well nice dark cyanotypes actually the 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 color um just of the science itself is nice and dark um, he's done a real good job with that. Um, so as he said in the thing, he's used medium format negatives uh, and they've, they've worked really well. I'll tell you something I've seen this week uh, that I want to give a shout out to. Um, Al, Alex Purcell, who is very much a friend of the show and a friend full mm-hmm. stop, he has been making contact prints. So he's been using the negatives from um, old box cameras, I think. Old box or old folding cameras. So these are six by nine negatives. They're real big negatives. And just making direct contact prints out there. He made some kind of weird frame contraption. So he's printing them onto um, little sort of postcard-sized things just slightly bigger than the prints themselves. And they look fabulous. Because, of course, that's that's exactly what they were meant to be done with in the first place. You know, these, these six by nine negs were designed for contact printing. Mm. And so it didn't matter that the lenses weren't all that sharp because you were never seeing them big. You were never seen them on the sort of screen size thing. Um, you seen them look... as a, a mobile, you know, like a, a portable piece, but as the final piece being a smaller piece. Yeah, yeah. that sounds awesome. Yeah, they're really nice. So if you're not already following Alex, then you, you're missing out because the man is a delight. He's mm. at Grainy Blur on Instagram. I think he's at Grainy Blur on Twitter as well. Um, definitely follow Alex. He's he's an incredibly talented and creative individual who annoys me for that mostly. And he's also <laughs> just a nice person. Oh, oh, makes me sick. We hate them. We do, really do. Although I am hoping... These talented, lovely people, damn them. Yeah, I saw... Um, actually, let me see if I can bring that up very quickly, whilst the internet still isn't crashing. Um, I, I, saw... I think I found this one, actually, which is Cyanotype Contact Prints. From, That's the one. Um, is this from... Who's this one from? Is this Alex's? Sorry. No, the, the, the one in the um, show notes, Rachel. Yeah. No, that's the one from Chris. That's the picture from Chris. Oh, okay. It's just because it, you were talking about um, Silent oh, contact prints. And then, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. And then that one is. Uh, thank you, Chris. This looks great. I just found it. Graham's just added it into the um, into the folder. And uh, yeah, some lovely, lovely ones there in um, 120 medium format, um, uh, sort of format ratio. And um, some of some of buildings with some lovely texture. Uh, brick texture and what have you and then a couple of lovely portraits and a landscape shot so that's really nice to see yeah fantastic um anyway so just as i was saying before um whilst i was uh, talking about alex um something which i spotted this week uh that is going to be happening also in september mm-hmm. if you are in wales or south wales or can get to south wales um at the National Botanic Gardens of Wales from Saturday the 14th of September until Sunday the 24th of November. So you've got a decent 
two-month window there. Um, Analog Cymru is holding an exhibition. So um, Analog Cymru is an online community of photographers from Wales who choose to shoot primarily in film. Uh, and there's going to be an exhibition of their stuff going on at the National Botanic Gardens. Um, the National Botanic Gardens in Wales are already absolutely worth a visit because they're beautiful and they've got these fantastic great big biomes and it's just great it's a lovely place um but uh this exhibition i'm sure will be well worth seeing um so i'm hoping to get over i'm hoping to use it as an excuse to go and visit alex um so uh, that'll be good um that sounds wonderful yes exactly exactly is that us done graham I think so. I did actually the one <gasps> thing I know just very quickly because I know I didn't mention in the beginning, but um, mm -hmm. uh, seeing as we've got a couple of minutes to burn, what time? How long have we been going? How short a show have we managed? Oh my god, we're sub thirty minutes. <laughs> this is spectacular. Yeah, this is um, this is the uh, yeah. The, what's the word? It's, see, it's escaped me now. This is why we need the short show. Let, let's today. spend forty. Let's hot. spend another fifty minutes. <laughs> I think what the word is. No. Um, it is going to be the shortest show ever, but I did just want to share something. You know, we talk about all the delights of film and on all the pros and the cons and why we shoot film. Um, and this week I um, developed a couple of rolls of film because I think I mentioned last Sunday that I'd had um, Rory pop over and develop the role for me. So I had some developer yes, that's left right, over. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to develop a couple of rolls of my own film whilst I've got the stuff out. It'd be stupid not to. One of the rolls of film was from Ibronica which I don't use as often as I should do. This was really brought to light when I developed the role of film and it had a few pictures on that I'd shot like a week and a half before mm -hmm. and other pictures that were on that were, I think, uh, at least two and a half, maybe three years old. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you know what the nice thing was, though? There were pictures of my granddad on there who has since died. So it was oh, really lovely to have him go, oh, this is really nice. And I was able to share one of those pictures today of my nan and my granddad and... Um, it was just really nice. My name was like, that's so lovely. Yeah, they, they're like little time capsules. So that's my excuse for being so slow at um, <laughs> shooting. But I also had pictures of my children when they were still cute, which oh, <laughs> that shows how long that film had been in the camera. Uh, oh, so you just so actually, you're not just being lazy or procrastinating. You are, you are a creator of future time capsules. Exactly. I'm a creator of future moments of revelation and joy. And that's there what it go. is. It's all very <laughs> carefully thought out. I've still got quite a few rolls of film. I'm debating whether or not my colour chemicals may at this point be absolutely knackered because it's been quite warm again. So, oh, well, we'll see. Time to order another batch, I suspect. But I'll get to it. Um, this week's show, this week's Sunny 16 podcast, is going to be the three of us back together again at last. It's been a while, hasn't it, Rach? It has. It's been ages because obviously it's been away on holiday and we've had our three individual um, shows um, around our very first uh, assignment topic of self-portrait. So this will be our chance to come back together, discuss all the things that we loved and, and found thrilling and really <laughs> enjoyed about it and all of the fantastic challenges that it presented as well. So it'll be really nice to actually get back together and talk through it all, really, and see see how we all felt about it. Um, and obviously, it's been an interesting experience listening to each other's individual solo shows as well. Um, so it'll be good for us to, uh, to have a catch-up with you guys as well, hopefully yeah. listening alongside. Um, and in the meantime, 
Um, if you also have any last minute, uh, last minute little bits of audio from your own attempts um, at the self-portrait assignment challenge, uh, send them on over to sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we would love that. We've had a few in already, but we would love more. Um, I, you know, We know that self-portraits is not so... In- many people go, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to get... But come on, this is all about getting out of our comfort zones. We want to yeah. see your lovely faces, and we want to hear about your adventures in putting your lovely faces on film. Now, I've just looked, Rach. I mm. think the last time the three of us were on a podcast together was... 2018? Uh, it was. 2018. <laughs> no, I think it was um, beginning of July. <laughs> I think it was when we did Seriously? the Cheap Shot Challenge. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because wow. since then, I've done solo shows with Paul and with Kai, and you spoke to the guys at yeah. Photo Classic. That's true, and, yeah. um, and then there was NASA, and then there was all the... Um, so it's been a while, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Gosh. Wow. We'll have forgotten what each other looks like. Yeah. And doing the podcast <laughs> Sounds will be like no help at all. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, a reunion. Indeed. And that show, you can be fairly confident, will be out on Thursday as opposed to, you know, Friday, <laughs> which the show was last week. Sorry, everyone. I left things a bit late. Um, Not my, my bad. Uh, Never mind, it's all good. It's all good. It is, right, it take is. us out of here, H. Oh, God. Okay, fine. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, no, there's one thing we haven't done. What haven't we done? Well, one thing we haven't done. We're going to put off doing um, our... Because uh, our, our, our panel of um, investigative journalists that work on the... Uh, Oh, God. oh, they're the, all suffering from dehydration. They're all suffering from de- in heat. But, but we did want to, because we did have a new coffee donor this week, and I want to say a huge thank you to Jonathan Becker for donating. Um, Thanks, uh, Jonathan. Thank you very Woo. much, Jonathan. Yeah, uh, Jonathan writes. He said, "Every time I think of donating, I can't remember how to spell this coffee thing correctly." Finally, <laughs> uh, we so don't get do how to do explain. <laughs> so, how do you spell it? So, if you want to donate, um, go to ko-fi.com uh, and look for Sunny16 there. I mean, there's a link on our website, sunny16podcast.com. So if you do want to donate, thank you very much. We hugely appreciate it. And thank you so much to Jonathan. Um, Jonathan, I did try to find some social stuff. It turns out yeah. Jonathan Becker, we, we, we weren't sure which Jonathan Becker was the right one. So if you have any Instagram or Twitter or Facebook places we can point people to, please do let us know because one, I love to see what people who are supporting us are doing because those people are always the best people doing the best stuff. That mm-hmm. just stands to reason. Um, and two, we can tell other people about it as well. Um, but thank you very yeah. much. And as we I said, do, we will... We do tend to be a little bit like... Um, uh, Sherlock Holmes, don't we? Investigating and going, hmm, okay, well, it possibly might be their account, not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, let, let's just make sure that we're, we're actually giving credit where credit is due to the correct Joe Becker. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Jonathan, sorry. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, I mean, we exactly were. It turns out that Jonathan Becker is not an uncommon name in Germany, <laughs> um, which made things more awkward for us. But uh, yeah. thank you so much. It is hugely appreciated. And as I said, uh, the team of researchers will be using this week to come up with only the finest of facts. They're digging deep to make sure that next week they'll have the greatest facts ever. Um, for on all the, of our on, lovely donors. For yeah. all of our lovely donors. Exactly, exactly. Go on then, Rach. Well... Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week, everyone.